Good morning. Welcome to a new week and happy Memorial Day. Let's pray. Father in heaven, we want to thank you for today. The chance that we have to take a day out of the year and remember. Well, it's Memorial Day. We usually remember the those that have fallen in battle, who have died for our freedom. I want to thank you for them. We ask as we open your word that you will send your Holy Spirit to help us to learn something. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. <clears throat> All right, we're starting a brand new chapter. Chapter 12, Compatibility. Mm. Adapt to each other. In many families, there is not that Christian politeness, that true courtesy, difference, and respect for one another that would prepare its members to marry and make happy families of their own. In the place of patience, kindness, tender courtesy, and Christian sympathy and love, there are sharp words, clashing ideas, and criticizing dictatorial spirit. It is often the case that persons before marriage have little opportunity to become acquainted with each other's habits and disposition. And so far as everyday life is concerned, they are virtually strangers when they unite their interests at the altar. Many find too late that they are not adapted to each other and a, and a lifelong wretchedness is the result of their union. Upon the wife and children suffer often. from the often the wife and children, thank you, suffer from the indolence and inefficiency or the vi vicious habits of the husband and father. The world is full of misery and sin today in consequence of ill-assorted marriages. In many cases, it takes only a few months for husband and wife to realize that their dispositions can never blend, and the result is that discord prevails in the home, where only the love and harmony of heaven should exist. By contention, by contention <laughs> over trivial matters, a bitter spirit is cultivated. Open disagreements and bickering bring inexpressible misery upon the home and drive asunder through those who should be united in the bonds of love. Thus, thousands have sacrificed themselves, soul and body, by unwise marriages and have gone down in the path of prediction. Perdition. Perdition, yes. yes. Ellen White again here is using some words we don't normally use. Yeah. Asunder means apart and perdition means basically hell. Yeah. Um, what stood out to you? Um, <laughs> I was thinking about it when we were reading it, but I don't know now. Um, well, some of what you read. Okay. Um, it is often the case that persons before marriage have little opportunity to become acquainted with each other's habits and disposition. Um, like what you were saying earlier that in Ellen White's time when you're dating most of the time you have a chaperone you don't have a lot of like time spent alone just one-on-one -on -one. i feel like if i was in that situation i would be um i wouldn't be acting like my normal self because i have right a chaperone there um but i feel like i feel like you and i are pretty well attuned to each other's dispositions um like we don't live together yet, but I feel like we don't we don't just spend time together in a like dating sense. It's not like you come over and we're on a date. You come over early in the morning, we make breakfast, we hang out, we 
we each kind of do our own thing for the most part. And we also do things together and we've had a lot right. of different, um, we've done a lot of things together <laughs> and experienced different projects and challenges and we've become attuned to each other's like dispositions. Yeah. So. And I think, you know, that, that's kind of the beauty of it. I think that, um, we've talked about in, in previous, <clears throat> um, devotion, devotional is where we talked, we've mentioned the fact that we can each do our own little thing that we, we need to and be independent other. and yes whenever i'm apart from rachel whenever i'm at work or i'm at my place um for the night i'm always lonely i always miss you and you know we're because we're not together yeah but even when we are together at your place together i may be in my studio here working on on some recording or a video mm -hmm. you may be working on one of your projects that you're doing and yes, we've come together and worked on projects together. And there have been a couple times when we've rubbed each other the wrong way. Yeah. And um, we always just talk about it. And right. It, it always, we come out better afterwards because we've learned something about ourselves and each other. Right. And I think that's the thing. And I think that's what Ellen White is really pointing out yeah. here is Ellen White, I've noticed a lot in Ellen in Adventist home where she's saying, hey, these are the challenges that you can face and there isn't so much of this is what you can do to avoid it. But it's more, hey, this is what the challenges are. Mm -hmm. And I think the thing is, is that she's say, stating here, look, I wouldn't want to marry somebody who's exactly like me. Yeah. That would be boring. Yeah, you don't um, want to marry yourself. That's no. weird. Um, but so there's going to be differences, but how you work through those differences and knowing the fact that there's differences, the fact that maybe um, the way you eat your food when you're done, you just kind of leave your silverware somewhere. Yeah. You don't do it nice and neat like I would want. I'm not that I'm saying that's what I, how I yeah. am, but you know, or you learn the little things that will make or break your relationship. Right. Um, the last guy I was dating, he had this absolutely terrible habit of when he would eat, he would bite his fork or spoon or whatever utensil and it like teeth on silverware and his teeth were getting all ground down from it, from doing it for over 30 years. Oh, it was horrible. Wow. And I, I had mentioned something to him about it before and, oh, that's just who I am. I can't change it. I was like, okay, well... I hate eating with you. Yeah. And I think that's the thing is, is you learn these little things, you bring them up to the person because there's been a couple times when I've brought something up to you or you've brought yeah. something up to me. And whenever you've done it to me, I go, uh, I didn't know that I did that. Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. I need, I need to work on that. And when, <clears throat> when we do experience that, I see notable changes afterwards when I say something and I hope you notice changes in me too well of course i mean things. I, I mean that's the whole and again that comes down to the whole compatibility thing yeah um, how willing are you to um make small changes in yourself to accommodate your partner yeah and i think it kind of bleeds on to what we're going to talk about tomorrow so i don't want to spend too much time on it today but um because it kind of bleeds into the compatibility yeah. tomorrow um but yeah i think the biggest thing is is you have to spend time together because when you're on a date 
whether you're having a date at church, whether you're sitting together at church, or whether you're hanging out Sabbath afternoon, or you're actually going on an official date. Yeah, you put on this like type of facade, right. and you're not being your true self. And that's the thing that I really, really enjoyed about Rachel. The couple times we did go on dates, if you want to call it that, we were ourselves, you were yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and this whole thing of putting on a facade, sooner or later you can't hold that facade up yeah. and that person is going to find out what it is. And I know you've seen me without my facade because like, <laughs> like we were mentioning earlier, the very first time we actually hung out, I crawled under the stage at church and got all dirty and you pushed me into the ceiling. Yeah. And... It wasn't, a, it wasn't a time to be nice and glamorous and pretty. I mean, Yeah, it was... and I absolutely was not. I was... <laughs> Well, you were pretty. Filthy after. Oh, oh, stop it. (laughs) But I mean, I think that's the thing is, is the ability to be vulnerable. That's really hard, Mm -hmm. especially when you're getting to know somebody. You don't want to show them all of your vulnerabilities because then you're like, are they going to like me? Yeah. Well, the thing is, is if they don't like you, then you don't want to be with them. If they don't like you for your vulnerabilities, they aren't going to like you, not for you. I really like you because I feel like I can be really vulnerable with you and... And there have I haven't been some times scared that you, you away have. yet. I have not scared you away yet, and it's going well. You never will. We're stuck <laughs> together. Let's pray. Oops, Father in heaven, <laughs> we want to thank you so much for the guidance that you give us, the fact that being careful about how we are, who we are when we're around each other, being our true self, because that's what you really want us to be anyway. You want us to be honest and true. And I just ask that you help us to always stay true, always be honest with each other, no matter what it is, whether it hurts or not. And I ask that you guide and direct us, give us the strength, wisdom, and energy that we need for today to fight the struggles that we may face. In Jesus' name, Amen. amen.